What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Notice I skipped the intro. We're going to get right into the meat and potatoes of this podcast. All of that was kind of planned. I'm rock star Robbie Millar. I am your host, and this is coming at you raw and unscripted. If you noticed, I changed the name of the podcast. I also skipped the intro part, cut to music, cut to me talking. And that's kind of the idea behind this whole podcast, change. A great man once said, I'm pretty sure it was Thomas Jefferson, maybe it was fucking Henry Ford. I don't think it really matters who said it. But a man once said, those who only look to the past and the present are certain to miss the future. And I find that statement very, very profound. Um, And I try to incorporate it into my life every day. However, I do very much live in the moment. I've said that before on my podcast. So those two things kind of sound a little contradictory. But the whole point is you can't be afraid to change. You can't be afraid to adapt. I think this was a good time for me to change uh, the name of the podcast um, I didn't want to be affiliated with, with any other podcast. I also think it fits the personality of the brand a little bit better. Very, very raw, very unscripted. Just me, you, my listeners kind of going at it, um, you know, without any reservations. So that's why I changed the name. Uh, I thought this was a good time to do it before, you know, while I had somewhere in the neighborhood of about 50 listeners and a handful of unique subscribers before I started confusing a bunch of people with the name. The name is sticking. The official name of the podcast is Raw and Unscripted. And I still am the host, Robbie Millar. But with that being said, let's jump into this. Let's talk about why change is important. If you think back to your childhood, And you think back to when you were trying to find who you were as a person, I think you would uh, realize that who you were then and who you are now is different. Some of us are completely different. Some of us are only slightly different. Point being, they're different. That's where the statement changes the law of the land comes into play. It's inevitable. Everyone's going to change. I have four, excuse me, three really good friends in my life. Um, They know who they are. Some of them listen to this podcast. Some of them think I'm a tool. I don't care. But I have three really good friends who I consider my circle. I keep my circle small and I do that intentionally. But we're not the same. They're not the same now as we were then. In fact, now we are in very, very different different, uh, parts of our lives and times of our lives. And that's okay. Change is very, very important in business in, in relationships, I can't stress enough, especially in the relationships thing. I know everyone's there always told you, don't get married until you're, you know, 30. Don't get into a serious relationship until you're, you know, later on in life. I, I don't agree with that. I think there's a little bit of learning and growing, but I failed at two marriages. I, I've, I'm a terrible husband. I'm terrible boyfriend and terrible significant other. But those things allowed me to grow. But what I will tell you this is that you're not going to know who you are until you're into your 30s and maybe even a little bit, little bit later in, in into your life. You're not going to know what you want out of life until you're into your 30s and maybe a little bit into your life. You might have a small idea, a starting point, but you're not going to truly know who you are. So, If you're getting into a serious relationship, if you're about to get married, 
when you're 21, 22 years old. You need to be going into that understanding that who you're marrying today is not going to be the same woman or the same man in 10 years. That can work out. I know a handful of people who have a fantastic relationship well into their lives um, who got married or, or have been together since a very, very young age. And that's because they've grown and they've adapted and they've changed together. That's a risky risky uh, uh, path to take, though, because you're not always going to change together. You're not always going to want the same goals in life. And I think as far as a relationship goes and a business relationship goes, having the same goal, having the same end game is a very, very important topic that needs to be discussed and needs to be agreed on very, very early in your relationship and, and, and to not be wavered from because if you do, you're going to start having resentment towards each other. You're going to start, um, you know, not liking who you've become as an individual or who they've become as an individual. And it's going to cause a rift in your relationship, both business and professional relationship. So if you are looking to go into a relationship, whether it be a partner in business or a partner in life, then you need to understand that having the same common goal and sticking to that common goal has to be the end goal. Now, along the path, things can change and shift, but you can end up, you know, with the same end goal and still striving towards that goal. Perfect example, me and my fiance, our end goal, we want to move back to Arizona, where I'm from. I love the state, love the people, can't wait to get back there. We were living in North Dakota when we got together, and we're now living in Michigan. But when we got together, we had this discussion. I said, hey, look, here's here's where I'm going. If that fits with you, awesome. You're a great person. We have a lot of fun. We're really, really good together. But if it doesn't fit, then this isn't really going to work. And I need you to really kind of take a minute and think about that before you give me an answer. And of course, she came back and said, yeah, that's awesome. I would love to live in Arizona. That's kind of the end goal. And I said, part two is, you know, we're probably never going to end up moving to Michigan. And this, you know, was an issue for her because she had a kid in Michigan. And she's like, you know what, that's okay. Um, you know, and we had some some things worked out about potentially going to Michigan. Fast forward a year into our relationship or two years into our relationship and we're lying in bed and she says, hey, I want to talk to you about something and this is going to be hard because we've already had this conversation. Of course, I said, shoot. And she dropped the bomb on me that, hey, I think I do want to move back to Michigan and I want you to come with me. Um, but the next statement after that was the most important statement that she said. And that was, I still want to move to Arizona eventually. The goal is, in her mind, to go to Michigan four or five years, her kid graduates high school, and then look into going to Arizona. See, I don't have a problem with that. That works out fine. Our plan along the way changed, but our ultimate end goal and what we want out of our lives has stayed the same. Business relationships have to be exactly the same way. You guys have to set a goal early on in your business. Hey, we're going to build this because we want to sell it, or we're going to build this because we want it to become a billion dollar business together, or we're going to you know, build this to X point and then we're going to turn it over to, to managers and then collect an income, whatever it may be, 
the end goal between you and your partner has to be the exact same. If it's not the fucking same, it's not going to work out. And you need to realize that no matter how enticing the partnership may be, especially early on in your business, trying to get things off the ground. I know for me, um, it was very enticing one time to get into a business relationship and that didn't work out. I'll tell you that story in a second. But that needs to be, no matter how enticing it is, no matter how lucrative it sounds at the beginning and no matter how much fucking easier it's going to make it for you right now, in the end, when your business has value, it's going to be worse for you. Here's the story. Before I started, I owned a safety consulting company in 2010, 2011. But before I started my own individual safety consulting company, I worked for a large oil safety company as a manager. While I worked at that company, I had a fantastic employee who worked for me, older gentleman, wanted to you know, he used to own his own business, fell on some hard times, started working for a company, was a rancher, yada, yada, yada. And anyways, he wanted to start a business. I also wanted to start a business. We both wanted to start a safety business. So we, we spent a lot of time talking about what we would do as a safety consulting company, what products we would offer, yada, yada, fucking yada. And we came up with what I thought was a pretty solid plan. One day during the plan, we were planning on how to get it started up. Cash was an issue. Um, capital was an issue. He had some money. I had a little bit. Uh, but you know, to really, really kind of jump off where we wanted to, we needed a lot of uh, a lot of capital up front because we needed to buy a lot of equipment um, to use in our in our in our company. Air trailers, shower trailers. We had some phenomenal ideas. I had designed a shower trailer for this company that was kicking ass in the marketplace and was making a shitload of money. And I had an idea on how to improve on that design um, and and implement it into our company. And we wanted to do that right off the bat. That wanted to be our big fucking bang. And anyways, he went out and found another guy who actually owned another company. Uh, an oil service company, not a safety company that did some other service for an oil company who had a shit ton of money. And he kind of pitched him the idea, hey, me and Robbie, you know, we have all this background, we have all this expertise, we have all this knowledge, Robbie's designed this great fucking product, it's going to crush the marketplace, we need capital. And he came back to me and said, hey, I've got this guy, he wants to, you know, he's been looking into starting another business. Um, he wants to, you know, he sold his business and he's working for that company that bought his business, but he's going to be out of his contract in the next year. He's looking to start up another startup that has the potential to be sold down the road. And I thought, fucking great. This is exactly what I want. We had decided as a group that, uh, me and, and my partner decided that when we started this company, we wanted to start it with the idea of fucking selling it. Uh, to a bigger company, you know, a few years down the road, cashing out, getting out and working on something else. And so he came to me and said, Hey, this guy has, you know, capital. He wants to, uh, he wants to start it up with us. He, he has the same kind of end goal. He wants to, uh, you know, build it up to sell it eventually down the road. And I was a little hesitant to do it at first. Uh, I don't like number one, fucking having control. Um, especially over my idea, my product, but uh, he kind of pushed the idea on me that it was going to be a good thing. So I sat down and had a conversation with this guy, a couple conversations, and this is where I made 
made a mistake, a very, very big one. Um, he said, hey, look, let's get this thing going. Let's get it started right away. Um, basically, you know, you, we'll be partners in this. We don't have to worry about paperwork yet. Let's go ahead and get it started. I'll get with my lawyer because um, I was ready to move. I was ready to go. He's like, I'll get with my lawyer. I'll get the paperwork drafted up. We'll get everything going. I said, okay, great. So he basically cut us a fucking check right then and there, a big check. Very, very, very exciting for me and my partner. And we left where we were at and we went to fucking work. And day one, we started crushing it. I went out and started selling our services before we even had stuff set up. Um, we bought trailers that were coming in for us to build into shower trailers and air rescue trailers. We bought equipment that was coming in. I mean, things were just snapping along. Uh, while that was going on, I started selling uh, training products, training classes, training courses because I was certified as a trainer as well. I got Gary certified as a trainer, my partner, and we brought in another guy as an employee, got him certified as a trainer. We started training classes. The company, within the first couple weeks, started making money. We were in the black. I mean, we were fucking murdering it. And as the weeks went on, I kept bugging this guy who was, who was our partner about, hey, let's get this paperwork done. Let's get this partnership agreement in place. Let's make sure we're all protected. And he kept pushing it off and pushing it off. I did not have the luxury to stop doing work. Um, it was my name out there on the line. The customers were customers of mine that I've known for years. People who trusted me to provide them a service. And I couldn't just say, we're not doing it until this partnership agreement's done. I had to continue to work. Well, some time goes by. Eventually, basically, he comes to me with this piece of paper and it's a bullshit fucking offer. I, like, he was offering me a job. He was like, hey, here's what we can do. Um, that you, know, you can become a partner in this company if you want. Um, you, know, you can gain X number of percent per year uh, up, at, up to some ridiculously low fucking amount, like 12% ownership of the company uh, if you work for here for five years uh, and things like that. The agreement was complete 100% bullshit. And so, of course, I called. He wasn't even, he didn't even live in the same state. He lived in fucking Oklahoma. Um, and I called him up. I'm driving a company truck on a company cell phone, which, by the way, he paid for all that, all that shit. Um, but I called him up and said, hey, man, this isn't going to fucking work. This isn't what we agreed on when we sat down. And he said, yeah, well, you know, um, the company's doing well. I don't know that I want to give up that much control over it because of how well it's doing. You know, um, it was my investment that started this thing, blah, 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 bullshit to bullshit. Me and this guy almost went fucking fisticuffs over this thing. Eventually, I walked out the door. Um, I said, fuck it. I contacted all my customers again. Long story short, or at least semi-short, I started another fucking company and took everybody out with me, uh, except for a handful, um, which on the kind of on the downside, fucked over two of my friends who were, one was my partner. Um, which I did offer him the opportunity to come with me. He actually didn't, but he wrote me a check to basically get started in my new company. So that was kind of cool of him. And then my other friend was doing some big things in the training side of things. He decided not to come with me, um, ended up to go work with another company. Um, but long story short, um, I wasted a fucking year and a half, almost two years building a company that I walked away from because... The relationship wasn't what I thought it was. Uh, the fucking agreement wasn't signed before I started doing work for this son of a bitch. And 
the money up front was very, very enticing. So I guess that's lesson number two, man, which I didn't intend it to be. But if you're starting a business or you're going into a relationship, you know, with a partner, but more so if you're starting a fucking business, don't partner with somebody um, unless you have agreements written down on paper and solid. I don't care if it's your mother or motherfucking Teresa. Make sure that's down on paper, which sucks, man, because I'm a handshake guy. I'm going a, I'm to a look you in the eye and tell you I'm going to do this sort of thing. And if I tell you that, I'm going to fucking do it. But the world we live in, unfortunately, doesn't do business that way um, a lot of the times unless you have some protections in place for yourself. So uh, I say don't I say don't take a fucking partner in business, especially early on, um, until you know, you know, what it is that you have, uh, kind of equity, um, things like that, or you have a really fucking ironclad agreement in place. But point being guys change fucking happens and that's completely okay. And you need to be able to adapt to that. One of the things that I learned when I was in the military was adapt and overcome. Um, the only thing that never changes is everything changes, right? So Change is going to fucking happen, and and don't be afraid to change your brand. Don't be afraid to change, you know, your mentality uh, to what fits better for you currently, if that makes any sense. Anyways, guys, uh, I'm up to like 50 different listens on my podcast, uh, a handful of unique uh, subscribers to my podcast on multiple different platforms. Uh, I'm on iTunes, I'm on Anchor, I'm on Pocket Cast, uh, Google Home. You can now say, hey, Google, and and listen to me. Um, Pocket Cast, I think I said that one, Anchor. Uh, oh, yeah, TuneIn Radio, now on, now in TuneIn Radio. I put in a request to Spotify, waiting for fucking Spotify to get back to me. They're, they're a giant pain in the ass because I'm not a big corporation, um, but that's all right. Hopefully, we'll get on Spotify If you like this podcast, man, please fucking like it, subscribe to it, share it with your friends. I'm not making any money on this thing. I don't know that I'll ever make any money on this thing. That's not the intention. The intention is to help people out if I can do that and make money cool, but that's not the point. The point is share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, move me up in the rankings, let other people hear our message, and let's blow this fucking thing up. Send me a note, uh, themillarstone at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook at Millar Media. Uh, those are all the ways to get a hold of me. I'm Robbie Millar. This is Raw and Unscripted. I'm out. <laughs>